the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Long live His Excellency. That's right, His Excellency, Tom Wolfe. He's come to the rescue of his subjects once again. He apparently uh, threatened the Democrats in the state house by telling them that Aunt Rachel would beat them up if uh, they voted to override his veto. This is the law that would have let individual schools decide how many spectators were allowed at sporting events. And, you know, that's a big deal coming up on Friday, more football games. Uh, On Monday, a federal judge denied an appeal from His Excellency, who didn't like the fact that the judge had declared some of his decrees unconstitutional. So his appeal was slapped down by that judge. So they're still unconstitutional, and His Excellency will be um, appealing them uh, to another higher court. Anyway, the override today missed by four votes. Every Republican voted yes. So as far as I can tell... Uh, individual schools are still allowed to decide how many spectators can go to games because this was about the uh, this was about the law that would have allowed spec- uh, high schools to uh, choose whatever number of people they want to go to their games, and um, that uh, was the and and uh, the governor, His Excellency, vetoed it. So, but the problem is for the governor is that his original edicts were declared unconstitutional so as far as i can tell individual schools are still allowed to decide how many spectators can go to the games isn't that wonderful all the democrats in the state house and the senate for that matter uh should take a trip to sweden maybe uh they've never shut down the schools for kids under 16 over there never and they never wore masks dr fauci had said that sweden was going to cause millions of people to die by depending on herd immunity But it looks like Sweden is proving everybody, including Dr. Fauci, wrong. John Tierney at City Journal has a piece today about the stupidity of lockdowns and masks. Uh, He writes uh, that, uh, and this is amazing, did you know how many deaths they're averaging a day in Sweden right now? Two. Two people per day are dying. This is the country that never locked down. Two people a day are dying. Fewer than 6,000 people have died since March. And the fatality rates in the states of New York and New Jersey are three times higher than Sweden's. And you know what kind of lockdown they did in those states? And mostly that's New York City, obviously. Remember, schools were never closed and the kids weren't forced to wear masks in Sweden. Here in the United States, 1% of the counties, think about how many counties there are in the United States. There are 20 counties just in western Pennsylvania. So I'll give you an idea how many counties there are. But here in the United States, 1% of the counties have had almost half of all the COVID-19 deaths. 1% of the counties, half of the deaths. The stupidity of the governors of New York and New Jersey uh, inflated the numbers in, in uh, New York and uh, and uh, big time. And we'll talk about that when we come back after the break. We're going to talk to Norbert Michel. He's from the Heritage Foundation. He's going to give you some amazing numbers to show just how isolated the problem is in the United States. And by the way, in our second half hour, we have Donald Trump Jr. Stick around. John Steigerwald, you know, this election in November is the most consequential since 1860. The stakes are high, the battle line's stark, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Dinesh D'Souza's latest film. It's called Trump Card, and it's an expose of the socialism, corruption, and gangsterism that defines the Democrat Party. Now, whether it's the creeping socialism of Joe Biden or the overt socialism of Bernie Sanders, this film reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, and how we can work with President Trump to stop it. Go to WatchTrumpCard.com and pre-order your video on demand and DVD. 
You don't want to miss this important new film by Dinesh D'Souza. Order your DVD and video on demand today and be among the first to see the Trump Card movie at WatchTrumpCard.com. That's WatchTrumpCard.com. Hey, I'm Andy. I'm still not famous, but you might remember that I started Harry's because I was tired of overpaying for razors. It always felt like big brands were taking advantage of us. Every time they improved something back then, prices seemed to go up. At Harry's, we take a different approach. Today, I'm proud to introduce our sharpest blades ever, available at the same price as before, as low as $2 each. They're a new, sharper version of our German-engineered blades. Guys who shave four days a week have told us that with our new blades, their eighth shave is as smooth as their first. And we stand by that with a 100% money-back quality guarantee at harrys.com. Millions have already made the switch to Harry's, and we hope you will too with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set featuring our new, sharper blade, a weighted razor handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com code 3388. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Stagerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. The Synergy Group hopes this message finds you safe and healthy. Roy Locks and his team understand the concerns you have about your well-being. Those concerns may include your investments based on recent volatility in the markets. Roy believes the stock market will recover eventually, but he also understands the importance in taking steps to limit losses and finding upside. Now is the time to consider structured investments that can help you recover losses caused by COVID-19 and the recent market fallout. Call Roy today at 412-673-7760. He can help you focus on future upside in your retirement accounts. He is confident in strategies tailored for you. Roy Locks and the Synergy Group are eager to help in this turbulent period of uncertainty. 412-673-7760. That's 412-673-7760. Please be well and stay safe. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FEDRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, Donald Trump had a huge crowd last night for his rally at the airport, which should have surprised nobody. But also shouldn't surprise any. What shouldn't uh, surprise anybody is the whining coming from the usual suspects about the lack of masks and social distancing. We're still supposed to be terrified of COVID-19 because if we don't stay scared, we're all going to die. Of course, and of course, this is uh, total hysteria. And we have someone running for president who thinks a national mask mandate and a national lockdown might be a good idea. Norbert Michel and Drew Goncharowski of the Heritage Foundation co-authored a piece for the Daily Signal with some amazing numbers that should make a lot of people mad, actually. And uh, Norbert Michel joins us right now. Norbert, thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having me on. So um, the uh, the headline of the piece says just 1% of U.S. counties have had nearly half of all COVID-19 deaths. Why is that important to know? It's a stunning number, if you ask me. That's right. And it's much greater than their share of the population. Um, and why it is a stunning uh, or why it's important to know is because still, even at this point in the pandemic, uh, the the most 
or the worst hit areas are still very concentrated geographically. Uh, most of this is in the Northeast. The widespread death uh, that you saw, or the very, or the high numbers, I should say, of death that you saw uh, at the beginning of the pandemic in the New York area, never occurred anywhere else. Still to this day, uh, even after the increase in cases that we saw in Florida and in Texas, the death tolls that we saw in New York have not occurred anywhere else. Um, so you could still say, and we have another paper actually that says this, that uh, COVID is still a New York story. Yeah, and, and the thing is that, that annoys me, and I'm sure annoys uh, millions of other people, it should, is that... Um, there are people in the national government, uh, people like Joe Biden, still running around saying that you know everyone in the country should wear a mask at all times. Yeah. And it seems like the policies that have been set, not just in New York City and New York State and New Jersey, but here in Pennsylvania and, and states all over the country, the policy, uh, which is based on fear, is coming from what happened in New York City. And it ain't happening anywhere else. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and we have, we even know the flip side of this. If we wanted to look, we could see that about 60% of the account of the counties in the U.S., with only about 12.5% of the population, have 10 or fewer deaths. But that means that that's less than 3% of all the deaths, which is much smaller than that population share. So it is the case that you have a U.S. population very spread out, not nearly as concentrated as you do in the Northeast, um, that has dealt with this very well. Do you know how many counties there are? I, I mean, that's an unfair question, maybe, but I... I no, uh, no. It's about, it's about, it depends on how you count a couple of them, but it's about 3,300. Okay, because well, there's 20 right, counties here in western Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and... Um, so that that should give people an idea of how many counties there are all over, you know, if you uh, yeah. at the whole country. But right around uh, so 3,100. Si- yeah, 60% of those 3,100 have 10 or fewer deaths. That's right. Still. That's uh, eight, 1,800 counties with 10 uh, or fewer yeah. deaths. <laughs> yes, which just highlights that you, you don't, this, this one-size-fits-all idea of a policy really doesn't make any sense at all. And of course, we don't know uh, of those uh, of in the, each of those counties of the ten or fewer deaths. If there's five deaths, four of them might be people with underlying conditions in a nursing home. No, that's exactly right. And I could bet, I would bet a whole lot of money that it's elderly. Um, mm-hmm. What we know from this disease is that it is it poses a much higher risk to the elderly. Uh, than it does to younger, healthy people. Younger, healthy folks have just as great or greater chance of dying of something else uh, than COVID. Yeah, we, uh, we're we just having a, uh, an issue here in Western PA, all over Pennsylvania, but here in Western PA, high school football is a big deal. It's good. It's a big mm-hmm. deal everywhere. But it's it, it the, the governor uh, first wanted to um, have no, no uh, fall sports, and the local um, athletic association, it was just a recommendation, and they went against his recommendation. And then he decreed Good. that there were not going to be any spectators at the games, not even parents could go to the games. And he, that's what he mm-hmm. also recommended. I, no, he decreed that, and I think, they, I think yeah. uh, that's been kind of overridden. But this is the kind of thing that's still going on. Here we are in the mm-hmm. middle of almost late September, mm-hmm. and we're still – uh, doing things based on policies that were set when everybody thought that everybody was going to die. That's right. And it doesn't make any sense, you know, and to to automatically assume the worst in everybody and that nobody can uh, go somewhere, wash their hands, wear a mask, you know, not not hug everybody, stay a little bit away from people uh, is, 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 is strange. And to ignore that, the younger you are and the healthier you are, the lower risk you have by far, and that those risks are actually comparable to things like basic influenza uh, just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, and these, these uh, as, as you said, these counties that have 10 or fewer deaths, they're, they're in states with one-size-fits-all restrictions and lockdowns that aren't, aren't being lifted. Yeah, they're, many of them are, and it's not... It, it just it isn't scientific. It's uh, it's become political, unfortunately. 
And and getting back to New York City and New Jersey, you know, mm-hmm. that's not too far from us. We're on the border here of New York State. And mm-hmm. um, what does New York City and New Jersey, I guess it's basically the suburbs of New York City, which is in New Jersey, but um, that's right. that area, what does what do those numbers do to the New York numbers, the oh, state numbers? They skew them very badly. <laughs> uh <laughs> If if you take uh, if you take the New York City um, area out, it's called the the metropolitan statistical area, which does include some of those Jersey suburbs. Uh, if you take them out, then the state goes from sixth in case rate all the way down to forty second place. Uh, so, and if New, you look, if New York City was its own state, that's right. New York State would rank forty second in the country in the number of uh, of deaths right. or. Or cases? Uh, in, in cases. Yeah. Um, if, if we looked at deaths, then it would go from second place to 23rd place. So it would be right in the middle. But it's a big drop. And I can still, I mean, I, I try not to watch it now, but when Governor Cuomo was on every day, he mm-hmm. was uh, issuing his uh, decrees the way our governor has here uh, mm-hmm. for everybody in the state based on what was yeah. happening in New York City. Yes, yes. It made it made absolutely no sense then, and it makes absolutely no sense now. <laughs> and he wanted uh, he he was yelling. He's, he, I think he said he needed a hundred thousand ventilators. They ended up needing like four thousand or something. It was yeah, they were way off, you know. And yeah. the tragic part is what they did with the nursing home policy, um, sending people back. You know, if they got a if a nursing home patient went to the hospital and had COVID, they sent them back to the nursing home. Um, that an absolutely terrible idea and there was information at the time no matter what they say there was even coming out of italy not just china uh, that suggested that the age factor was incredibly important um Mm -hmm. so you probably have uh in the neighborhood of half of those deaths that you see in the new york city area um coming out of nursing homes well um i haven't checked in a while it's been quite a while actually but I, i don't think it's changed um that the in western pennsylvania which as i said uh, is 20 counties um mm-hmm. there were zero deaths uh, among anyone under the age of is either 40 or 44 zero mm-hmm. not yeah, one yeah that sounds about right i i don't so i don't have your i don't have the the county in, or that state info right in front of me either but uh that squares with what you find in a lot of places across the us uh and even outside of the us quite honestly uh you just you just don't it, this is just not the same health risk to younger folks as it is to older folks and so what are we what are we uh in hysterics over uh, the possibility that people <laughs> might get sick because people just aren't dying and not, i mean people are dying but right. we know who those people are most likely to be and and we've been saying this for 3 or 4 months now that they should just be the ones that should be um focused upon that's right. No, I mean it is. It is a serious disease. It is, uh, it is something to you know. There's not anything to make light of or to ignore. Uh, we have to be careful, and we have to use our common sense and protect the people who are most vulnerable. Um, which is not the same as saying we have to protect everybody by locking everything down. Those are very different. Yeah, we're talking to Norbert Rochelle. He's a uh, he, he wrote this piece at the daily at DailySignal.com. And uh, the headline says that 60% of the uh, – uh, 1%, 1% of the counties almost almost uh, make up like half the deaths in the United States. Uh, also, you have the metropolitan areas um, uh, looked at here, and it's uh, the, the death rate of 2,196 per million in New York – that mm-hmm. is almost twice that of its nearest rival, Detroit, at 1,177. So even right. in – New York is even a ridiculous um, – uh, it's, it's ridiculous to look at New York as a standard of anything because it's even in other cities it's not even close. Yes. No, it's true. And one of the things that I find incredibly interesting uh, and that – we should be using stuff like this to inform policy, but we're not. Uh, is that even though that that even though that population-adjusted death rate is so high, 
the population-adjusted case rate is actually higher in two places, Phoenix and Miami. So you have two metro areas with one of them is much higher case rate, um, yet much lower death rate which, again, goes to the point, it matters who gets sick, it matters how you treat them, it matters where they are, um, it matters you know, how you're, the nursing home protocols and so forth, especially. Um, and we're humans, that, that, and we tend to learn things as we go along, so you know, this is, we're no longer in December or January or February. We've learned a lot, and we're paying more attention and handling things differently, and it's, it's working. And you have a graph, um, a graphic at the uh, at this um, Heritage Foundation site. What can you people do on that graph? It's uh, it's pretty amazing the stuff that's on there. Oh well, we have several. Uh, are you are you referring to our tracker? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, we have one that will track the trends in the COVID deaths and then also in cases, and you can go on by county. Uh, you can go and find your county. And it will tell you what the trend is in the last 14 days, so whether it's increasing or decreasing. It'll tell you exactly how many cases there were or deaths there were on each of those days. Uh, It will give you the total uh, from inception all the way through the latest date, which right now we have is September 19th. It'll give you your total population. It'll give you where they rank. Uh, where your county ranks, uh, and it will give you the density. And by that, you can figure out, you know, if your county uh, and even, you know, counties around you um, have been doing well, have been doing better, or have been doing worse. And um, it would be interesting, or maybe maybe it would be nice if maybe mm-hmm. some politicians would look at that uh, some yeah. of your graphs. <laughs> We, we, that's what we had hoped. So, you know, I, I shouldn't give up hope yet. Maybe, maybe there's, there's still some time. <laughs> well, how hard was it for you to, to, to dig up these numbers? Was it excruciating or was it fairly easy because the numbers are, are provided everywhere? No, the, the numbers are there. We had to calculate a little bit to get the trend that we wanted, um, which we were basing off of some of the earlier CDC guidelines. Um, but the numbers are all available. Uh, anybody can go and pull these numbers off the web. Um, one of the, the one of the places to go um, is USA Facts. Just just one word: usafacts.org, uh, and they have all the county information that you need. They have county cases. They have well, I shouldn't say all that you need, but they have county they have county cases, county deaths, and county populations. Um, it would be better if the CDC would release some sort of consistent county-level testing data, um, mm-hmm. but that's that's not available yet. Now, also, this concentration that that you found one percent of the counties have um, have uh, what is it uh, half almost almost half of the deaths. I have about okay. a minute and a half left here. What um, has that concentration changed? Is it still concentrated as far as deaths in the same places? No, that's a, that's a great question. It is very close to what it looked like in the earlier stages after the initial outbreak. It has changed very little, very little. Um, we have the top 50 counties uh, on our on our graph there, on our interactive graph, and you can see at the top, uh, in the top half, four or five different New York and New Jersey uh, counties and well, more than that, if you go down past the top ten, um, Los Angeles wasn't in there originally, or Illinois maybe wasn't in there originally. Now they are up near the top, but it's changed very little. Uh, I only have about thirty seconds left. Uh, after looking at all this and what you found out, and I'm up against a hard break here. Um, politicians okay. ignoring this or just too dumb to look for it? Well, I can't. That's an opinion. I can't. <laughs> No, I can't indict all of them, but um, it does seem to have gotten very political. Some seem to be using this sort of information and taking a common-sense approach, and others are not. Norbert Michelle, thanks for being on the show. You can find it at DailySignal.com. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, we'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A Kentucky grand jury has brought no charges against Louisville police for the killing of Breonna Taylor during a drug raid gone wrong. Prosecutors say that two officers who fired their weapons were justified in using force to protect themselves. Instead, Officer Brett Hankinson was charged with three counts of wanton endangerment for firing into the apartments of Taylor's neighbors. Federal investigators looking into whether a huge wildfire near Los Angeles was sparked by Southern California Edison utility equipment. Senate Republicans moving ahead with plans to confirm President Trump's pick to fill the seat of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. The president set to announce his nominee on Saturday. Stocks closing sharply lower. The Dow dropped 525 points. The Nasdaq was off 330 and the S&P 500 fell 78. This is SRN News. When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation, our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law for fetuses. We don't have that in this country. With Divided Hearts of America, you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy, healing, and real hope. Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code FAMILY for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code FAMILY. Dan Proft believes we can do better. So the point is to say, wait a second, you can't do anything in 2020 America because of what was done to your ancestors without uh, the white man providing assent. This is a a real opportunity to uh, change the course of America away from this dead end of race identity politics. The Dan Proft Show, weeknights at 9 at AM 1250, The Answer. We live in unprecedented public policy times. The coronavirus pandemic has changed our way of life. Holding government accountable always has been important. But in these troubled times of often arbitrary and capricious government dictates too often cloaked in secrecy, it's more important than ever to call out poor public policy making. This is Frank Gamrat from the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy. Help us to continue holding government accountable with a tax-deductible contribution. Learn how at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. Do you wake up in the morning feeling tired like you haven't slept at all? Experience better quality sleep with drug-free RimFresh, the first and only continuous release and absorption melatonin that supports your natural sleep cycle for up to seven hours. With number one sleep doctor recommended RimFresh, get up to seven hours of sleep support. Available at Amazon and at fine retailers nationwide. Individual results may vary. Uses directed. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Got a busy ride out there inbound on the Parkway East. Got some delays as you approach the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and then heavy from 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound delays, Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Parkway West got volume delays there inbound. Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel, about a four-minute delay there. Traveling on at westbound at 30, got construction between 48 and Broad Street through the 25th. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. 
Weather. Mostly sunny this afternoon, high 76. Cloudy for tonight, low 56. Clouds and breaks of sun Thursday, high 77. Thursday night, low 54. Friday, clouds and sun, high 77. Cloudy on Saturday, high 79. Sunday, sun and clouds with a shower or thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the president was in town last night, uh, sort of. He had a rally out at the airport, uh, very well attended. And uh, it's been made very obvious that the Trump campaign uh, considers Pennsylvania and Western PA to be very important. We are expecting a call from uh, Donald Trump Jr., and uh, we'll see if we get it. Sometimes it doesn't work because they're... They get busy doing other things, but uh, we'll see if that happens. Meanwhile, um, <clears throat> speaking of sons of presidents, well, he's not a president yet. He'd like to be. That would be Joe Biden. I don't know if you've seen this yet, but Hunter, this is a story that's breaking now. This is from the Daily Wire, but uh, it's all over now. Hunter Biden received millions from the wife of ex-Moscow mayor and paid suspects allegedly tied to trafficking He had contacts with individuals linked to Chinese military. This is all from a Senate report. This is from the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs and the Committee on Finance, and the the allegations are not good. And um, it'll be interesting to see if Joe Biden is even asked about it. The investigation launched uh, after Finance Committee Chairman Charles Grassley, he, he raised conflict of interest concerns about the sale of a U.S. company to a Chinese firm that had ties to Hunter Biden, and it happened a month before Congress was notified. Remember about a uh, little story about a whistleblower that was the uh, uh, catalyst for an impeachment of President Trump? Well, this this uh, sale came a month before that, and the Senate's uh, investigation looked at records from the U.S. government, Democrat lobbying groups, and they interviewed a bunch of uh, current and former officials This is some of the stuff that's in there. This is amazing. Okay. Donald Trump Jr., you're there. I'm here. How's it going, guys? Good, good. Thanks. I I was just uh, killing time while we we waited for you to call, and... um, Yeah, I apologize. uh, I've been traveling all over the place, but I got to be in Pennsylvania today. No, that's fine. I understand. I was just, I'm just telling you know that the reason I'm telling you that is because I want to tell you what I was filling time with, the uh, Hunter ah, Biden okay. story. So, the, so oh. my, first, my first question for you is, um, uh, what do you think the media reaction would be if a story broke today that you had received $3.5 million from the wife of the ex-mayor of Moscow? I think that would be a pretty big well, story. Hey, on hey, the- I'd be in jail right now. Uh, I'd be in jail right now. The, the FBI would have showed up and put me in cuffs already. I mean, that's a known Putin associate. You don't become the mayor of Moscow uh, w- without his okay. Uh, uh-huh. Hunter Biden taking $3.5 million. This is the first actual evidence we have of real Russia collusion, the stuff that these guys have been peddling in the media and the DNC for the last four years, and it's like the biggest nothing story of the week. It's, it's hard to believe uh, how ridiculous it is and how glaring it is. Uh, you know, that Hunter Biden not only taking those kind of payments, not only taking, you know, $1.5 billion from the Chinese government, getting a $100,000 shopping spree from some Chinese government officials over there. I mean, they're literally buying access to the Bidens. There's literally no other explanation for it. And yet it's as though it never happened. You know, if I did it, if I did one-tenth of what happened here, I'd be in jail right now. But with them, there's going to be no consequence. There'll be no investigation. No one will look into it. No one in the Senate, right or left, will... Um, ask for hearings or testimony, uh, it'll be as though it never happened. We, we're, we're getting a little too used to that, unfortunately. Well, they did. The, the Senate did the investigation. It's just whether anything's done about it now. They, the, uh, well, but they, investigation- uh, you know, they, they haven't called those people to testify. They haven't you know, asked them to explain no. it. You know, it's there. Uh, you know, no one on the left is calling it. No one in the media is calling to figure out why that would be. Uh, and now Hunter Biden with you know, now links uh, to human sex trafficking, uh, I mean, think about how, imagine what they would do to me. Uh, and, you yeah. know, these guys made me do 30 hours of testimony, not because I did anything wrong, but to try to put me in a perjury trap. I did it. I was transparent. I released everything. Uh, you know, they were just hoping that I would maybe misstate something. 
um, so that they could, you know, throw me in jail in two seconds. So with these guys, they're not even curious as to what could happen. But this is the problem. I mean, you know, the Chinese own Joe Biden, and now it seems the Russians also own Joe Biden and his family. Uh, I can't believe we're even having this conversation, and he's still a viable candidate for the presidency of the United States. Well, maybe that'll change. Rudy Giuliani has been talking about this for a long time, as you know. Um, did you guys, you, you've known this was out there. Did you know that this was coming from the, from the investigation, that it was going to be? No, no, you know, we're, we're not at all involved. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I knew there was more shadiness. Uh, you know, I, again, I, I wrote a book during the quarantine called Liberal Privilege because I've seen mm-hmm. sort of you know, what the other side is able to get away with, the differences in the thing. You know, Joe Biden's 50 years of failure in D.C., shipping American jobs abroad. You know, no, no one questions it, so I'm used to it. But I've seen enough of the other stuff to know that there has to be more. Uh, but if we had people in the media who weren't just biased, if they weren't just activists for the far left, if they were actually still journalists left, we would have found this out long before it took a Senate committee years to do this. You would have had thousands of people like they had on me trying to figure out if I did anything wrong. Turns out I didn't. Um, but they were trying and they were hoping. Uh, and they're doing exactly the opposite here with Hunter Biden because they're doing whatever they can to protect Joe Biden and the radical left. We're talking to Donald Trump Jr. And, Don, uh, I, I just as the son of the vice president, uh, 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 Hunter Biden had, and, uh, had Secret Service protection. Uh, here are yeah. some of the places that he traveled to. Are you ready? Moscow, yeah. Beijing, Doha. Uh, whatever, I don't even know where that is. Paris, Seoul, Manila, Tokyo, East. Mexico City, Milan, Florence, Shanghai, Geneva, London, Dublin, Munich, Berlin, Bogota, Abu Dhabi, Nairobi, Hong Kong, Taipei, Buenos Aires, Copenhagen, Johannesburg, Brussels, Madrid, Mumbai, and yeah. Lake Como. Nice to see he gets a yeah. spot at Lake Como there. No, that, it's, it's pretty nice. You know, I've, I've watched the media for the last four years. I've had to have a Secret Service detail because I'm the number two most threatened person in their protection. I've had uh-huh. to have it. And, you know, if I took my kid on a father-son trip, I got everyone in the media writing about it, asking how much they spend. It's not, you know, I don't decide what they spend. They're not paying for me. Yeah. I pay for myself, and they deal with themselves, and that's how it works. Right. Uh, Hunter Biden had that. He did 411 international flights, uh, you know, while under Secret Service protection. I've done less than two dozen. Uh, I was actually an international business person before my father got into politics. Hunter was not. Uh, he jumped on this, you know, on his father's vice presidency to try to milk it for all it's worth. Not one question. So, I, listen, I did less than 24 trips, well, probably less than a dozen trips abroad internationally uh, during my father's tenure. Hunter did 411, and they're <laughs> out there foiling my request for how much they spent, how much they spent on, uh, on my protection detail. Not one story has been written about those 411 trips of Hunter Biden and the cost, because I can assure you I get no favoritism. I get no special treatment. It's exactly the same. The difference is I've done 12. He did 411. So the cost is going to be significantly more. But again, that's not a story for the American taxpayer. The other difference is that, honestly, would anyone who have would anyone be able to pick Hunter Biden out of a lineup? Would he actually need that sort of protection? Uh, You know, again, I'm the number two most threatened person in the protection of the Secret Service. I probably need it. Hunter Biden, you couldn't have picked out of a lineup prior to all the corruption coming out over the last two years, but certainly not during the eight years of the Obama administration. Well, do you think that uh, this investigation and the reports coming out now today, uh, do you think they have anything to do with Joe Biden taking so many days off, and might he take a few more off? I don't think he's going to like answering questions about this, if he, assuming he gets any. He won't. That's the, you said it best. He, assuming he gets any. He won't. They won't ask him this. He's not capable of answering something without a teleprompter. Again, he spent his 50 years in Washington, D.C., building up China, sending our jobs there. Hunter Biden to this day sits on the board of a Chinese company shipping jobs from Michigan to China today, like in the year 2020, in the midst of a pandemic, as Donald Trump was bringing back jobs to America, as Donald Trump got a trade deal done with China, Joe Biden did nothing but build them up and ship our American dream over there. And his son's doing the same thing today. You think he's going to be tough on China post pandemic? It's absolutely asinine. Um, but, you know, there's a true sickness in the media. You know, they are they are far leftist. They want to make sure they get their leftist agenda. And Joe Biden's the camouflage that they used to get Kamala and Bernie and their radical ideas and plans into government. And that, that's what we're fighting. Um, you know, so when I'm on the ground in places like Pennsylvania, now I just landed in Maine. Uh, I got to be on the ground because I don't have the benefit of a you know, multi-billion dollar mainstream media complex uh, doing our bidding for us. Joe Biden can hide in the basement. I, I just assume you see him when he's up there. He struggles so much. I assume he literally needs two or three days to recover. You know, he did eight days 
eight days in the month of September, you know, a month prior to the election, um, where he literally was done by noon on a work day, like done just at home, hanging out. I, I know kids uh, that have run for first grade class president that have spent more time campaigning than Joe Biden has for presidency of the United States. <laughs> where, where have you been in Pennsylvania? To, uh, where were you today? Uh, I, I was in Johnstown today, so I landed in Pittsburgh. I did a great rally in Johnstown. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, just, you know, the, the support, the amount of signage along the way. That's like a 90-minute drive. The signage mm-hmm. along the way was incredible. Uh, great crowd, probably, you know, 1,000-plus people showing up there. So we, we had a good time there, and... Uh, from there, I flew to Bangor, Maine. I'm doing a couple events here in Maine tonight. And, again, we're here on the ground to be with the people we want to represent. Well, I just wonder, you know, as much traveling as you're doing, you, you might the chances that you could pull a Joe Biden and be in, be in Maine and say how thrilled you are to be in New Hampshire or, or Wisconsin. Yeah, well, or by, by the way, I, I, sort of, I, I often open up some of my things with saying, you know, it's great to be here in Alaska. You know, if I was Joe Biden, because he does, he forgets where he is 50% of the time. The difference between me and Joe Biden is Joe Biden does one state, usually within about a two-minute drive of his house in Delaware, he does one state every fourth day. I've done mm-hmm. six, seven states in a day. Like, you know, wake up, breakfast, fly somewhere else, rally at an airport hangar, fly somewhere else. I mean, seven states in a day. So, you know, the chances of me messing it up are pretty amazing. When Joe Biden does not 50% of the time... There's nothing to see here, folks. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's not little simple ones like maybe mixing up Iowa and Ohio. I mean, he's mixing up Florida and Maine. It's, it's hard to believe. Uh, this is not a guy I'd want having the nuclear codes. I can assure you that. Uh, we're talking to Donald Trump Jr. for a few more minutes here. Um, I, uh, I just wonder how much different this is for you now than it was uh, the first time around, you know, four or five you know, years it, ago. It, 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 yeah, it, it feels, you know, it's similar. I love being on the road. Obviously, yes, some of the restrictions with COVID, uh, you know, now we have a real yeah. team and like professional staff back then. It was like, I don't know, where should I go? Like, Pennsylvania sounds nice. Let's, uh, let, let's, let's go make that happen. So uh, it, it's a little different, but uh, I guess, you know, we have to be a little bit more prepared because they also see us coming this time. Last time the media was hoping that Donald Trump, you know, would at least get through the primary because they thought, not because they wanted him to win, but because they thought he'd be the easiest for Hillary Clinton to win. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, now they know we're a real threat. And when you put us up against Joe Biden, again, failed record, failed policies, 50 years in D.C., but now he's going to fix things. You know, after half a century, now he's going to do something different. I mean, I don't think anyone in America is that dumb, but unfortunately, you know, they're manipulated by a media that's pushing for the other side, which helps. There was a big crowd at the Pittsburgh airport for the rally last night, really big crowd, uh, but lots of media reports, of course are focused on the lack of masks and social distancing. Oh, yeah. Is that a problem? Uh, I, I don't think it is. I mean, we, we hand out masks uh, at the events. You know, we hand out all the PP&E, and then it's up for people to decide what they want to do. I mean, you know, we have to we, – we don't absolve them you know, of anything. We give them every opportunity, and then it's about personal responsibility. We don't believe, as conservatives, that big government should mandate these sorts of things, uh, and, and we take every precaution we can. Uh, within reason, and, you know, I think we've seen, and now we see the new statistics coming out of the CDC and all of these things, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like it's as bad as everyone made it out to be because they wanted to hurt Trump. So, uh, you know, we, we do hand that stuff out. We take it seriously. I think everyone can use reasonable precautions and still live their life. What are you hearing out there on the road about uh, your father's decision to nominate a justice on Saturday? I'm sure it's uh, your it, the... the, the uh... The base loves it, but what, what else are you hearing out there? Are you getting any grief from anybody? I, I think the base loves it, and I think, more importantly, you know, if you look at anything the Democrats said in 16, it was different because they didn't control the Senate, but, you know, they, they, they would have done the exact same thing. You know, now they're saying, oh, they're going to have nuclear options. They're going to limit. They, these people would have done it anyway. You think that Chuck Schumer wasn't going to pass the courts if he needed to? Uh, you know, we got to stop pretending that the Democrats are playing by, you know, some sort of honor code or, or honorable rules. You, you, you look at what they've done for the last four years to my father, to my family, to the country— uh, you've watched them as they haven't denounced violence, looting, rioting in the streets all over America. They sat on four months until it started affecting them in the polling. Then they realized maybe they have to say something. You know, they don't they don't have an honor code that they live by. That's it's ridiculous. So uh, I think we should do it. And I think we should do it fast. Got about a minute and a half left with Donald Trump, Jr. Are any surprises planned in the next couple of weeks? I know if they, they wouldn't be a surprise if you told me what they are. But, you know, anything out there? Yeah. No. And, and, you know, not that I'm aware of, like I said, I woke up today to that sort of unexpected news. Now, obviously, I'm looking at the coverage on the mainstream media and no one's talking about the Hunter Biden stuff. They should, uh, you know, 3.5 million from you know, the wife of the mayor of Moscow with direct ties to Vladimir Putin. I mean, 
This is the stuff that they were hoping they had on me. Uh, it's right there. You did it. It's, it's, it's in your face. Everyone knows it. Uh, and so you know, the, the silence, I guess, is shocking if we still believed in a world where you know, journalists actually weren't just activists. But since we realize what that, what that actually is, I guess we're not surprised. So uh, I don't have any specific surprises. We're just going to have to go out there and work because, again, we don't have that mainstream media complex uh, to, to boost us when we, when we hide in a basement. We, can't, we don't have that luxury. Well, I'd like to get, do a pay-per-view debate between you and Hunter Biden. Any chance of being able to pull that off? A hundred percent. I told, I actually said this to Jim Vandehei, who's, you know, who's no conservative, as you know. Uh, he, he asked about it uh, a couple months ago. I was doing a town hall with him in Wisconsin, and I said, I would volunteer myself, full tax returns, full disclosure, any record they want, all of my banks, all of my taxes, whatever you want, me versus Hunter Biden, a hundred percent. I would do it. And, you know, the le- Hunter Biden would destroy Donald Trump Jr. Great. Then you should want to do it. And all of a sudden it went quiet. You know, put the nail in my coffin, do it. But he won't do it because he knows what he did was illegal. He knows what he did was shady the- as hell. He knows that what he did means that Russia and China have total control over B- the Biden family. You know, and I mean, we're not even getting into the, you know, the drugs and the, you know, the child support and alimony ditching and hiding from, you know, this is not a good person. This is not, you know, Joe Biden talks about character and his family. I mean, have he, has he looked at his son? Give me a break. <laughs> hey, Donald, uh, uh, Don, I hope to have you back again before November 3rd. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot, guys. You be well, okay? Have a great day. Okay, you too. That's Donald Trump Jr., and we'll be right back. Hey, John Stagerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two-for-one low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code Stag. What happened to Carter Page should never happen to another American again. Page was a model citizen, a Naval Academy graduate, a successful businessman, and a cooperative source for U.S. intelligence services. But when Page became a supporter of Donald Trump, the FBI targeted him, spied on him, and persecuted him in a phony investigation. Now Carter Page is telling his story. In his compelling new book, Abuse and Power, Carter Page gives us the shocking details of being targeted by the Obama administration Justice Department how he was kept under surveillance, and then finally vindicated. Abuse and Power by Carter Page is the story of a private citizen caught up in a politically motivated spying operation intended to frame him. The Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and their allies in the Justice Department and intelligence services lied and perverted justice in order to destroy a duly elected president. Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President, is the new book by Carter Page. Available now now at Amazon and wherever books are sold. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Help line at 800-308-6638. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-308-6638 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-308-6638 for your free consultation and to see if 
you qualify. That's 800-308-6638. Worried about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company-matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, Don uh, Donald Jr. was kind of fired up, wasn't he? Uh, good to have him on. He's, I'd like to have him on. He's fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, we, we didn't get into all the things that they have out there for uh, Hunter Biden, a uh, Senate investigation. Uh, a couple other things here. Um, this reminds me of a line from Steve Martin way back during Watergate, and he went on stage and he just he said he said he blurted out, uh, "Mr. President, they found a million dollars in your brown pants." That was when like Nixon was just being bombarded with investigations and everything. Anyway, uh, Hunter Biden opened a bank account with Gong Wen Dong to fund a hundred thousand dollar global spending spree with James Biden and Sarah Biden. So they're Bidens. I don't know. I guess they're uh, Joe's brother. Hunter Biden had business associations with Ye Jianming, Gong Wen Dong, and other Chinese nationals linked to the communist government and the People's Liberation Army. Those associations resulted in millions of dollars in cash flow. And Hunter Biden paid non-resident women who were nationals of Russia or other Eastern European countries and who appear to be linked to an, quote, Eastern European prostitution or human trafficking ring. This is Hunter Biden, the guy who got kicked out of the Navy for uh, tootin' coke uh, and then ended up having an affair with his brother's, um, his, his dead brother's wife. This guy's a real peach. Let's see how much the uh, media pays attention to him. Talk to you tomorrow. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.